This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Stuart, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. What a really awful tragedy in China today. Uh, Just a massive, uh, it looks like a series of at least two explosions that were gigantic to the point where uh, from where they happened with the building and the uh, mushroom cloud went up, they said, uh, they were setting cars, the explosion was setting cars on fire a mile and a half away. What kind of explosive? I mean, obviously, the one that pops no, into no, your you, mind you is... You thinking suitcase nuke or something. Yeah, and, and you know, I guess it was multiple explosions. It was one of those things where they blew one up, people came to help, they blew another one up. Uh, oh, dozens dead. I heard over 50 um, uh, mm-hmm. a little while ago. I don't know what the, you know, uh, what the actual total is uh, going to be. I would assume it's going to be a lot higher than that. Um, well, 700 are injured, so... Jeez. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's really crazy and, uh, and, and horrible. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't... It doesn't seem like it's a normal target for a place like this. Uh, no, I, for I can't think of a time it's ever happened to China <laughs> before. That. Oh, my God. we got to show wow. that again. That is Let's incredible. Let's see that close up. That is... Uh, that's really something. Let's see wow. if they show the show here. Let's see if they show the one a second ago again. It's, it it kind of loops around here. You'll see it in just a minute. Here, I think this is it here. Okay, so it's on fire, and then there's an explosion, and then... Wow. Look at that. Wow. I mean, that that is a mushroom cloud. I mean, that's... Yeah. Wow. I mean, it doesn't necessarily look like a you know a suitcase nuke, but it's, it's a pretty powerful explosive. They said up to 20, 21 tons of TNT. Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. That was the explosive power, yeah. Explosive power. So, I mean, that's... Uh, that is a that's a that's a big boy, um, so uh, really terrible. Um, yeah. And uh, you know I don't know. It's bizarre because it's not the typical place like, you expect something like that in Iraq or Afghanistan or some other Middle Eastern country. Mm-hmm. China is not you know seemingly normally the, the, the not usually the target of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Also, um, apparently there's some spy satellite secrets in in Hillary's email, which. It's probably problematic. Not for her. For the country, perhaps. Uh, But I think she's going to skate out of this just fine. Uh, After months of denials and delaying actions, uh, Hillary has decided to turn over her private email server to the Department of Justice. They they were taking control of it anyway, so she might as well. As this controversy has, has grown since spring, Clinton and her campaign operatives have repeatedly denied that she had placed classified information in her personal email when she was Secretary of State. And uh, she says, I am confident that I, that I never sent nor received any information that was classified at the time. It was sent, 
and received. She's also made stronger denials than that. She's, she didn't use I am confident that in, in other denials where she just says I didn't do it. Yeah. I never did this. Um, now, apparently, uh, those assertions have been overturned. Well, I mean, you're not going to be able to. The assertions have expiration date on them, each one of them. When you say, hmm. I promise I will do X, Y, or Z, there's an expiration date on that. Um, maybe it's three weeks. Maybe it's a couple months. You know, maybe in really extreme circumstances, you would hold a promise for up to six months. Uh, but that's, a, that's, that's really a max. It's a max number. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't realize that. I wasn't aware of the expiration mm-hmm. date on mm-hmm. promises. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that. Um, <laughs> most seriously, the inspector general assessed that uh, Clinton emails included information highly classified yet mislabeled as unclassified. Worse, the information in question should have been classified up to the level of top secret, according to the inspector general's report. Uh, top secret, obviously, the highest level of classification, as you might expect, defined as information whose unauthorized release could cause exceptionally grave damage to national security or foreign relations. Also uh, top secret, an important film starring Val Kilmer. <laughs> wow, you've seen some bizarre movies in your time. <laughs> no, some obscure like... movies. Val Kilmer. Obscure. Top secret, Val top, Kilmer? Top secret, oh, never gosh, heard of it. What? Val Kil- with Val Kilmer? I don't oh think I've heard God. of that. Very, I believe this is his first film. Uh, really? And a uh, movie about uh, World War II, important uh, film. Uh, some, it was shot in the style of um, Airplane, um, Naked Gun. Oh. Uh, it was one of those type of movies. Uh, and, you know, when you can do that with, mm-hmm. with the Nazis... Yeah, you got a, you got a winning formula, and you that's really why do. people today remember it so fondly, uh, <laughs> or not, oh, or well, not. Or, or yeah, the other other right. side of that would be or, or if not. they did not, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's a classic so. from my childhood that I remember. I bet Val looked a little different then than he does now. <laughs> yes. yes, he does. Seen for Val now? Did you see that movie, Jeremy? Do you remember that one? I do. You do. I do. It's, a, it's it, that good. There are some great moments in it. I will say it's. <laughs> there are some really funny moments. in great it. Great moments. Oh, that yes, absolutely. Okay. There are great moments in okay. it. It's again one of those movies, though, like mm-hmm. Airplane, where there might be twenty great moments and eight hundred bad moments. Right. That's mm-hmm. not to say that Airplane is like that. I love Airplane, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know, there's there's some jokes that fall flat throughout the film. However, there's a lot of really good ones too. Okay. I, I highly recommend you pick it up. That's my VHS rental of the week. <laughs> Top secret with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Pat? Uh, your VHS rental? <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah. go, go down to your local blockbuster. <laughs> yes, pick it yeah, up. Pick that up. Yeah. If it's in there, now because it's going to be so popular, it might not be there. <laughs> That's true. Once I recommend Once them, a lot of people get complained because yeah. they can't pick them up at their local VHS store. <laughs> <laughs> and top secret is the first listing on Val really? Kilmer's IMDb page. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was great in that. Wow. Uh, it was, I mean, it was, it, look, it was a, you know, it was, it was for its time, but it was a funny, it's a funny movie. And just before his ABC after school specials. Before so, is that good? That good? <laughs> Val Kilmer, I, I feel really bad for him because he's, he's continually listed on those, uh, uh, those dumb things on the sides of the stories that you're interested in, and it'll say, <laughs> it'll say something like, <laughs> celebrities who used to be hot and are yeah. now butt ugly. <laughs> and yeah. it's his picture there. And you're thinking, wow, he has changed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he's, he was the heartthrob in Top yeah. Secret. Yeah. Uh, as well as well, uh, Real Top Genius, Gun. another classic. Top Gun, Kilmer he film. was the he was Yeah, the Top Gun as well. Type. He really had that going for a while. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's made his money, though. Val, yes, I think Val has. made his money. I think his uh, his career. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, there's mm-hmm. been ups and downs. 
Uh, yeah. But he may, he, he's, I gotta assume he's not living in a studio apartment. I would hope not. Right, I hope he made some cash. Uh, SI refers to, we're back, back to Hillary's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, classification, special intelligence, meaning it's information derived from intercepted communications, which is uh, the business of the National Security Agency. America's single biggest source of intelligence, um, and apparently she's got that kind of stuff. TK refers to talent keyhole, which is an IC caveat indicating that the classified material was obtained via satellite. Uh, she's apparently got all this stuff. So all of that is considered exceptionally highly classified, must be handled with great care under penalty of serious consequences for mishandling. Yeah, it's not just a mistake. It's not mm -hmm. an oopsie. There's actual yeah. penalties There's consequences. Uh, applied to this. Um, and now the Clinton campaign is uh, kind of sending out signals that eh, there might be more to come on this one, so prepare yourself. Email mm -hmm. message from uh, Clinton campaign communications director Jennifer Palmieri said, you might hear some news over the next few days about Hillary Clinton's emails. Wow. Hillary didn't send any classified materials over email. Uh, once again, the full-out denial that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Hillary only used her personal account for unclassified email. No information in her emails was marked classified at the time she sent or received them. She viewed classified materials in hard copy in her office or via other secure means while traveling, not on email. Now, again, I tried to explain this to Glenn, and this is when he uh, lost focus on the conversation. Mm -hmm. So, I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. you know, But I'll, I'll try to do it. And it's actually it is pretty actually, you know, confusing. But... The under, my understanding is to get it to be classified, she has to put it, essentially it has to be marked that way. But unless she submits it to be marked that way, nothing's classified. Mm -hmm. It can't be classified. Even if it was like, here's the president's um, movements for the next you know, five minutes, exactly where he's going to be if someone wants to shoot him. E even if he did that, it would be classified instantly. It'd have to be handled in that way to make it classified. So she's doing these things. Mm -hmm. all, she's going to be able to have that denial for everything because unless she submitted it to be classified, it wouldn't be classified. Um, so I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it um, does. Well, if she doesn't classify it, it's not classified. <laughs> right. Now, but somebody, that leaves her, that somebody leaves. who received it could have said, hey, this should be classified, mm -hmm. and then it could be classified. So that's how she's getting around this. She's saying, when I looked at it, it wasn't classified. Right, like, Somebody might have classified it later. Sure. But I, not when I looked at it. And then if it was supposed to be classified, she's able to say, I said that it should be classified. Uh, Billy, who's going to take the fall for me mm -hmm. because of all the server issues, should have done it. He didn't do his job. Look, we don't know the name mm -hmm. of the person you're talking about, but there is a Billy out there. And there will be a Billy that takes the <laughs> fall for lying. the scandal for her. There's you no way. It's gonna, they're going to do everything they can to make this not fall she on her. She skates on this. I'll, I'll bet you. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's, well, it's, look, it's complicated. It's a complicated one. You know, you're talking about internal classification procedures. You're talking about IT-related mm. problems that probably only most IT right. people can understand. It's it's just it's not it's not a sexy one, you know what I mean? And it's tough. I mean, like you know, whether she sent you know emails that she wasn't supposed to send on her on her private server, I think a lot of people are going to say, well, maybe she shouldn't have done that. But that doesn't mean that she's hor a horrible person. Maybe she just missed the screwed up with the procedures, or she should have known that it was classified. But remember, David Petraeus <clears throat> basically got blown out because he was dealing with classified email and personal email accounts. And that, that was the big gig with him. And mm -hmm. pe people were not, that wasn't okay for David Petraeus to do. Apparently it's okay for Hillary Clinton to do. Yeah. Yeah, she, I, I really think nothing will come of this. Um, meanwhile, the ISIS group uh, is saying that soon, very soon, you will see something happen in America. Apparently there's some chilling warning to 
uh, the United States. Yeah, retaliation again. for the bombing, I guess. Uh, for which bombing are we talking about? Uh, overseas bombing, uh, targeting the terror organization. I mean, we're doing that, obviously, all the time. Yeah. Um, is this the actual text that we have here? Uh, here we go. Just like they uh, spy on Muslims, we are spying on them, watching their employees, watching their soldiers, recording their movements, and taking their location information and passing it on to soldiers of the Islamic State. They have no security, just like their employees and military personnel have no OPSEC. Uh, there are people who like to brag and boast, and this is to our advantage. The brothers don't need to attack them in the military. It goes on and on and on. Uh, they now can turn up in their houses, in their own home. This is war. What do you expect? You think you can bomb the Islamic State and we do nothing back? Soon, very soon, you will see. What does that mean exactly? You will see when U.S. military and government personnel start getting beheaded in their own homes. Jeez. Wow. Now, who the heck mm. is texting with this guy? Who's texting with them? Billy. Oh, it's, it is Billy? Yeah. Okay. Billy's going to take the fall for everything. <laughs> ISIS wins. Billy will take the fall. Hillary's got even... Uh, ISIS is going to take the fall. Yeah. Uh, Billy's, the, Billy's the real, the real vil, the villain here, not ISIS. I think we've always said that, though. I think from the very beginning of Billy's career, we, we warned about Billy. Uh, we said, look out for Billy, because mm -hmm. he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. He's going to bring down a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and here's the fruits of his labor. By the way, are they going to start? Uh, are they going to start going after um, uh, you got Bill Clinton? Mm -hmm. Is he? Does he get fact checked in the campaign of Hillary? Does Does Roger Clinton get fact checked in the? Uh, wasn't it Roger the brother? Was Is it? Roger still alive? I don't know. He may be well, dead. I don't think so. Um, but are family members okay to fact check. In campaigns? Is as that, far as I'm concerned, yes. It is, okay. Because mm -hmm. I've noticed that they've started to fact check um, Ted Cruz's dad. Oh, my gosh. Have now, they really? I, look, I, I mean, you know, Jeez. I guess that's not completely out of bounds or anything. I'm not saying it's like this horrible thing, but since when do they care? They never cared about the crazy brother of the Clintons who, you know, did no. something. To, they, no, even they people who were advisors, Blumenthal, they don't, they don't seem to care about what he's talking about at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, hey, uh, you know, Ted Cruz's dad. Got to get it. Rafael Cruz said something. Fact Do you know what it is or fact checking? I don't remember exactly. Is it his time in Cuba or something? No, it was something he said. It was just something he said in a speech. Wow. Uh, odd, right? Yeah, very. Uh, it's, it's very strange. Although I will say, he's out there campaigning. Yep. So it's not. Kinda, it's not. Kind of makes him fair game. It's. It's not a matter of if he's fair game. It's just like, do you care? Yeah. Like, are they going to fact check something Ch Chelsea Clinton says in a speech? Never. I, mean, I don't think so, right? No. I, I mean, like you, you, you might. People might say it's wrong, I guess, but it's like doesn't seem like it rises to the level of some big fact check operation. You know, I don't know. No, it doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong. It really doesn't. Uh, so. Uh, yet another Islamic State warning, mm. or at least a group associated with them is a pro-Islamic State hacking group that is giving this warning. So they're alleging, I guess, that they know where these servicemen live and they're going to they're kill them in their own homes yeah, here in America? That's terrible. Uh, that's, that is kind of chilling. So, uh, you know, they, they make these threats all the time, though. Oftentimes they're empty. They do, but many we'll times see. they're not, as we've seen too many times. Uh, usually not in the United States, but yeah. usually people um, overseas are getting the worst of this. I mean, they're, they're having them True. sit on bombs <clears throat> and exploding the bombs while they're sitting on them. I mean, like Glenn said on, on radio uh, either today or yesterday, they're like their 14-year-old boys coming yeah. up with these bizarre and freaky ways to murder people. Yeah. It just, uh, it's really mm. sick and depraved. 888 back. You know, that's why uh, one thing I believe in, uh, all Americans should become more self-reliant, you know, and start to get off the grid sooner rather than later. It's especially true uh, today because these are scary times. Whether it's President Obama's refusal to protect the power grid, 
from terror attacks, his attempts to bankrupt the coal industry, or even a potential EMP disaster, we have to face the facts. Our power grid is more vulnerable now than it's ever been. That's why I'm urging all my friends to take immediate action and prepare now for the coming power grid problems, whatever they may be. Do this. Get a solar generator from Solutions from Science. These are awesome. Their solar generators run quietly, they emit no fumes, and they produce an endless supply of electricity from the sun. So they can run sump pumps, uh, shortwave radios, computers, refrigerators, to even keep all your food from spoiling. Go to patoffgrid.com to learn more. That's patoffgrid.com. Use the coupon code PAT for a special half-price offer. Awesome. Come Another on. awesome deal. Half-price. But you got to use the, the uh, coupon code PAT. Okay? Patoffgrid.com. Go there right now. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com And Stu Show. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Fidel Castro is saying that uh, uh, we owe the United States owes Cuba millions of dollars <laughs> because of the uh, half century old American trade embargo. I'm, I'm going to say no, no. Yeah, well, come collect if you can. Okay, uh, come collect. Castro spoke out in an essay published in local media uh, right before John Kerry's historic visit to Cuba to reopen the U.S. Embassy. You in favor of this? I, I'm kind of ambivalent on it. I don't really care that much. I mean, Cuba, I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I kind of... I'm, I'm, I, There's I mean, a lot of people from Cuba who now mm-hmm. live here. Who are The refugees passionate. who are really, really passionate. One of the strongest people it. on it is Marco Rubio, actually. Yeah. Um, and as you know, someone who's a son of, uh, of immigrants mm-hmm. um, from Cuba, kind of makes sense. Um, you know, I, I know Rand Paul is on the other side of that. Uh, open it up, free trade, it, you know, don't have those restrictions. Mm-hmm. I usually, like, largely agree with that position. Uh, I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain exceptions to it, but largely I, I agree with the idea of just being able to you trade know, to trade and, like, you know, like, should American citizen, it's, citizens be able to go to a country that they want to go to, whether we're friendly with them or not? Like, should the American government be able to stop us from traveling to Cuba or no. buying things it, from it Cuba? It might be stupid to travel to oh, a yeah. land or Oh, believe or me, whatever. really stupid. But that's your deal, right? Right, it's kind of your you gig. you choose to do it, and you just have to know, here, the caveat has to be, they do something to you, you're on your own. Yeah, good luck with said, that. Good luck know, with that Iranian out. justice system. Yeah, and good you luck know, with that. That's kind of the deal. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that that's our deal with some of the people who are over there now. No, I'm, because I'm not that's all, not the... Yeah. I'm saying if you're going to go over and go to a country that's uh, that our government recommends you don't go to, I don't mind... I don't, I'm not a big... I don't have opposition necessarily to the government making recommendations. 
Mm -hmm. You know, like the government wants to say, look, hey, we've looked at this situation in no, I uh, think that's a good uh, thing. in Venezuela. We don't think you should go there. Can you go there? I mean, yeah, it's up to you. Go there. But we're not going to come. We're going to send helicopters for you if something bad happens. One of the few jobs they have is to keep us safe. And a warning like that is helps a good, keep us safe. Right. It hey, does. not a good idea to travel to uh, China when the explosions are going off. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. I mean, they talked about uh, going to Ukraine when, the, you know, like yeah. you have the travel travel advisories, I think, are fine. But like it is weird that like Cuba makes a product and, you know, and we, we want to buy, buy it. it and we can't. Yeah. And that's because we have this thing going on. And I understand it. And I'm not I'm not downplaying what's happened in the history. I mean, there's there's obviously a time in the Cuban Missile Crisis where. We, you know, the world was at risk of nuclear war because of these guys, mm -hmm. uh, partially right, because right. of them, uh, along with the Soviets. And it's like, well, you know, you've got a, a situation where I can understand uh, these things, how they started, and I understand how terrible they've been. And to reward um, this uh, terrible country that's abused its people for this long with giant influx of cash, you know, it's the same problem what's going to happen with Iran. Yeah. Um, so I do understand both sides of it. And I'm kind of with you, though. It's it's not top of my agenda Yeah, it's just issue. not something I'm super passionate about. I, I understand it kind of, uh, did it sort of ruin the Cuban cigar thing? Um, oh. Because I understand they're not the best in the world anymore. Right. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, that was the big argument that uh, Cigar Dave, the general from uh, the Cigar Dave show, uh, made a point of that uh, over the years that whole... Uh, Cuban cigar special. It was mm -hmm. all this big thing. But mm -hmm. because of the embargo and the lack of fertilizer and farming equipment, it really hurt them bad. Oh, did it really? Yeah. So now is it uh, Dominican Republic? Yeah. Is that is that who's yeah, the, that's big one of the bigger cigar ones, yes. country now? That's, well, maybe we do owe them millions of dollars. I don't know. No, we do not. No. <laughs> screw, screw you. You don't get any free cash from us. No. You turned me completely around on the cigar thing. If Cigar Dave says it ruined their cigar industry. Uh, but I believe uh, Cigar Dave was saying that as uh, tough. Yeah. Was he, he? Oh, yeah. He was not. Yeah. I'm, I am pretty yeah. sure Cigar Dave yeah. was advocating us giving Cuba no, money. I, no, I'm pretty sure not. Not even close. Uh, all right. Triple eight seven two seven back. Here's kind of a, a fun video from uh, Dennis Prager and Prager University explaining... Uh, why men look at pretty women, if you didn't know. The power of the visual to excite men has no analog in women. Women don't get excited by virtually every male body at the beach. <sighs> male legs don't turn them on like female legs turn men on, etc., etc. It takes massive willpower, in fact, for a heterosexual man not to look at bikini-clad women. And few men, even the nicest, finest, and most monogamously faithful and loving, mm -hmm. have such willpower. So the Daily Mail notes, this frequently causes problems when a couple's itinerary includes a visit to the beach. And what exactly is the problem? The problem is that the wife or girlfriend feels threatened by his looking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that does happen. Yeah. But here's why you shouldn't worry about it, women. So this will probably be really helpful to women all over. Men find other women attractive in large measure just because they are other women. Men are programmed by nature to want variety. Indeed, endless variety. That's why God-fearing King Solomon had 700 wives and another 300 concubines. And secular Hugh Hefner had at least that many lovers. In some then, when your man looks at these other, perhaps even more attractive women, he is A, not comparing you to them, B, not in any way becoming dissatisfied with you, mm -hmm. and C, certainly not thinking of them later. 
He looks at them not true. because they are other women, whether they are more attractive, just as attractive, or less attractive. They are women in bikinis, so he looks. Where there is basic domestic harmony and mutual physical attraction more than anything your husband wants you. That's true. When he looks, he isn't comparing, he isn't getting dissatisfied, and he won't have a clue later as to who he saw. So when you're back in your hotel room, put on your own bikini Mm -hmm. and tell him you want him. There you go. Uh, My wife would not be okay with that particular video. No. (laughs) Really? She wouldn't be buying any of that. No. (laughs) No. That would not work with her. No. No. Hmm. Jeffy? Oh, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Piece of cake. Yeah. All right. In fact, that's that video is pretty gentle. Yeah, it understates yeah. Your, gentle. how horrible you, of a guy you are. Yeah. I would say. Quite, quite a quite a pretty large. gentle. None of what he put up there was true in your case. There's no I mean there's no question. Right. Right. You no always question. look you always remember. Uh, and you are thinking and about I'm, it later. And I'm comparing. And mm-hmm. you're comparing and you're thinking about it later. Mm-hmm. And Amber probably knows all of this full well. Oh, oh she doesn't come on. Uh, I mean she doesn't care. It's you. I mean she's fine. Seriously, doing whatever I mean, you want. Mm-hmm. As long look as who you, she's comparing. Yes, that's that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Wait, that was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're Uh calling yourself disgusting, and you're Uh right. And you're right. You had a great point. One of the best points you've ever made on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the only good point you've ever made on the show. Uh, um, Are you a big fan of Wyatt Scott? I gonna be if I knew who he was, I would probably, you know, maybe consider being a fan. You know, sometimes I lose connection to uh, American culture because Mm -hmm. of my status as a Canadian sports celebrity, and I forget that you guys maybe don't follow uh, you know Canadian elections as closely as I do. Actually, Uh I see you know because I am a Blue Jays fan, and um, by the way, ten in a row, Uh, ten in a row, and first place, ten what in a row wins, and Uh, wins for who? The Blue Jays. I just said that. Blue Jays. Yeah. So they've won and ten. They are the tw- what? They're a t- what are baseball they? team in Toronto. Baseball team. Uh, in so anyway, uh, when I watch their Toronto games, Toronto is where? It's in Canada. Canada. It's in Canada. Okay. It's one of the largest cities in North America. Mm. Um, so uh, one of the things uh, <laughs> I see a lot of are I, they must be going through an election too. It's a great city too, by the way. Uh, oh, I, I, I love I, Toronto. I do freaking love is there a better city than I, Toronto? It's great. It's I'm a, not sure there it's is. A fun freaking city. It really yeah. is. Uh, um, so the air. Political ads, just like we air political ads all the time. And I guess there's a battle going on between Harper, their prime minister, and some other guy mm-hmm. who I believe his name is Trudeau. And Trudeau is... Another Trudeau? Yeah, I guess. I, and he's young, wow. too. He looks like he's like 35. I don't know how old he's he is. like the grandson of uh, No, I, I, I only who? watch the ads. I am, huh. I am as connected to the Canadian election as most people in America are connected to the American election. Okay. Okay, because they don't, you know, people, the same people who have Trump as the front runner are like me. You see a commercial here and there, and you're like, oh, that guy looks nice. I'm going to support mm-hmm. him. That's all I know. The only other thing I know is they put on the screen the name of their left party is the Liberal Party. Yeah. And so it kind of it tells the story a little bit. But there's one video that they air constantly with this guy who looks like he's like 35 walking uh, in front of like a giant castle or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, you know, uh, we need, you know, he's talking all the things that they need, obviously, program after program after program that evil Stephen Harper wants to cut. And then he says something like, and I have the courage to tell you that I'm going to raise taxes on the, on the wealthiest in America so that the middle class gets to pay less. And I'm like, it is the same damn campaign yeah. there that it is here. He's promising to raise Ra- he's taxes promising on to raise taxes. the highest class in Canada. Yep. So the, their middle class pays can, low. Can pay less. I, is that, I mean, maybe that works. 
I don't know. I guess it does. Maybe, maybe it in does. Canada it does. I mean, he, I hear even sometimes it might it's popular. Work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think Bernie Sanders doing the same thing. Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton doing the same thing. Barack Obama ran mm -hmm. on that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it seems to to work. Like, and you know, it's is it surprising? Uh, it's like if someone tells you, "Hey, y we're going to give you a lot of money, and Pat's going to pay for it." I mean, I, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, yeah. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll well, take free money. It's what our founders warned us about. When yeah. that starts happening and we start accepting that, that's when the republic ends. Right. It's supposed to so. be principle. It's not supposed yeah. to be, hey, what, what, what's better for me this week? What can you, you give know? me? Uh, but it was funny to see that happen uh, the same way. And, and yeah. a lot of these campaign commercials are really powerful. Uh, here is one from Wyatt Scott. He's an independent who's running to represent um, a region of rural British Columbia, as, of course, I understand, but... Mm -hmm. Some of you might not fully mm -hmm. grasp at this time. Uh, it's a kind of an interesting uh, commercial for the uh, vote on October 19th. Watch. Hey, I'm Wyatt Scott, and I'm running for Parliament for the new riding of Mission Matsui, Fraser Canyon. What? I'm an independent candidate, and I'm here to fight for Canada! <laughs> University is too damn expensive. Wow. <laughs> Services like healthcare and social programs should be expanded, not cut. The indigenous people aren't even protected by their own government. <laughs> change is coming to Canada, and I'm here to lead that charge. Are you ready for the shift? No. I am. My name's Wyatt Scott, and I'm running for Parliament! Nice. <laughs> wow. That's as bad as I've ever seen. <laughs> That's good stuff. I mean, forget, forget the policy. This is the ad is so stupid. How do you vote for that buffoon? I don't know, but the policy's worse. Policy's worse. Yeah. No question. I guarantee. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up in a second. Oh, good. I yeah. like that show. Yeah. yeah. It's, good it's show. not on in Canada. Because I'm a Canadian sports celebrity. I know pretty much everything about Canada. Really? And it's not on it's in not Canada? On Are you Canada. sure? Well, it's on the internet. You can get it on yeah, the internet. Yeah, worldwide. We're worldwide. Yeah. We're everywhere. The Blaze. Or like chicken man. You can go to blaze.com slash radio and listen yeah. to it on the radio. Listen. Or, mm -hmm. but or yeah, watch. Even in Canada, they'll allow that. If I were you, I'd just listen. Oh. Yeah. Um, this is kind of fun. Uh, this is specifically for you, Jeffy. Your, your days of traveling by air are over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? Uh, airlines are, at least one airline is announcing it will weigh passengers before boarding. Oh, jeez. And then, so, there's no well, chance if you Jeffy had, like, ever gets back on an airplane. In Uzbekistan? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. going to be an issue, because he travels there often <laughs> to uh, pick how, up. How often do you go to Uzbekistan? Uh, is it a lot? The question now is, when will I be going back? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Well, because he got... He, Jeffy, Anyone deemed too heavy won't be allowed to fly. Jeffy deals <clears> in uh, human, the trade of humans. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> Uzbekistan is a big target uh, area for him to pick uh, some new, uh, new stocking the shelves. You know what I'm saying? Actually, uh, I think, I, I think uh, if I remember right, this original article, if this is different, but uh, they were originally talking about putting, going through security and then having a scale just before you board the plane. Yeah. So it's like uh, oh, they, really they weigh, uh, yeah, they weigh you at the, you know, they, and they're not supposed to keep the. It's all supposed to be private, right? Mm. 
But, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, they're well, also there. They got to put it before security. I got a 350. <laughs> 350. <laughs> uh, um, I have uh, actually flown on an airline where you have to give your, your weight. Uh, before. Right, with the luggage, so they have the, yeah, you weigh the luggage, it, and then they ask you your weight. It's like an uh, it's like a little like puddle jumper airline, right. and you have to put your weight in when you uh, submit. You know, when you're putting your information yeah. in, you have to put your weight in. And now they don't weigh you, but you have to write it down so they can tell you, hey, fatty, get on that side of the plane. Yeah. Um, so I have seen that, and I guess if you're Uzbekistan Airlines, I mean, is do, there? Do they use fatty or fatso? Usually fat so they're a little <laughs> bit more. Hey, fat so get on that side of the plane. Yeah, they're a little more respectful. Yeah, they don't just call you nice. fatty. That's you know, nice. Be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, this is a company based in Tashkent, which is one of my favorite Uzbekistani cities. Um, they promised not to reveal the weight right. of individual passengers, but it will mean that some overweight people could be excluded from busy flights on smaller planes if the limits are exceeded. I wonder what the limit is. I'd like to know what the limit is. It three hundred pounds? Is it? 400 well, pounds? Probably has to do, too, with just total weight. Yeah. yeah so, probably. I mean, it's probably 20,000 <clears> pounds <throat> or something. And if you get over, you're going to have to start cutting uh, cutting people like Jeffy first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah so, so if, you're, if, you, if you step up there and you're at, uh, you know, 800, uh, they're not letting you on the plane until they get the rest <laughs> of the people. Uh, we'll see if we can make the cut. Right. And, right and then maybe <clears> you're going on a plane by yourself later. Like for you, Jeffy. They might be like, okay, you can, we'll fly you, but you, it's just <clears> going to be you. I, I'm not opposed to that. They get a cargo, <laughs> get a cargo plane. And right. And maybe they could get him, uh, get him up in the air. Yeah, at some point, technology will advance <laughs> to the point where they can get you in the air. But I mean, right now, it's not. A, red, I'm not sure that's true, Stu. That's the sure. Red Baron Pizza guy. Yeah, we're not going to. There's no flips. <laughs> and that the really Red happen. Baron airplane pizza well, guy. Which is and and that's when you were probably a lot I was, I was heavier than, than I am now. now. Yeah, yeah oh, we're not God. flipping. Yeah. Yeah, no. we're just, we'll go up and go around and come down. You're probably 100 pounds heavier then. Probably, yeah, or about close, 100 pounds close, heavier. Yeah. yeah, so that was, it was not, I mean, even you getting in the plane would have, was, I mean, who knew? And did you get in the plane? Yes! Tell you, if I was tipping the scale <laughs> at four bills, I'm not getting in the Red Baron pizza plane. So good oh, for you. Oh, I wanted for doing to. That. Huh. I wanted to. That's because wow. I, I, I'm a big proponent of fat guys seating on roller coasters and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Really? Mm -hmm. They don't like it for some reason. Mm -hmm. The roller coaster people? Don't they? No, they don't make fat guy seating. <laughs> they have like two seats up front. Usually in the roller coasters that they say are fat guy seating, it's like Ralph Lauren fat guy seating. Oh, okay. It's not. Not real fat guy seating. Not real fat guy seating. Not American fat guy seating. It's not the big and tall store fat guy seating. It's like Japanese fat guy seating? Yeah. Oh, God, those two are the fat people. Sit there. Have you seen the seating on some of the brand new planes, some of the new American Airlines planes? They're replacing their fleet, I guess. And so they're rolling out new planes all the time. Went on this one plane that was just two weeks old. The seats now. I mean, there's more leg room in coach, but, but the seats yeah, they're thinner. are thin like this. I was thinking, Jeffy's not getting in this. <laughs> is that what you thought? <laughs> That's what I thought. That Jeffy <laughs> is not getting in this. Mm -hmm. And there is no way for Jeffy to be on this flight. Thank heavens he isn't because he'd miss it. And we have to wait for one of the old planes where they got the fat people seating. Because I, I don't know why, but they took the seat. And they squished it in like really? this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really feel tight when you, it's when more you people. sit in there. It just as a normal, my wife felt like. It's more people. Oh, what the hell? It's, yeah, it's really weird. Hmm. Really weird. I mean, it wasn't uncomfortable enough as it was. And now they had to make it. Still, though, yeah. Even less comfortable by squishing you into that chair. I, so if a fat person 
you get on that plane and you're three or 400 pounds, I don't know what you're going to do because there's no way you fit in that seat. There's just no way. Uh, so maybe they force, that's how they force you to buy, buy the two, two seats. seats. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's kind of interesting. So you get like what, one cheek per <clears throat> seat type of thing? Is that the way that works, Jeff? Yeah, that's really uncomfortable. Is it really? The, the arm goes up in the middle. Right. It's very uncomfortable. And even when the arm is up, you still got the right. space between, yeah. so it's not terribly comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so. the other argument to that would be, you know, I don't know, lose weight. Hmm. Well, that's stupid. Well, you know, you can do that is by cutting saturated fat. That's one of the ways you could do that. It gar- basically that. guarantees does it? Uh, huge amounts of weight loss uh, if you just cut saturated fat. Is that fat. a fact now? Oh, my God. And it's going to stop oh. heart attacks. I can really? tell you that. Oh it is going to stop heart oh, attacks? It's going to stop all heart attacks. Because <clears throat> I'm looking at something that says maybe not so much. What? what? Yeah. It's, it, doctors have told patients for decades, uh, as you're saying, Stu, to mm-hmm. eat less saturated fats. So you're now, denying science? Uh, you're denying well, what doctors say? No, this now. is a uh, report that came out yesterday that concludes, mm-hmm. or day before, that people who cut out saturated fat don't necessarily lower their heart disease risk. So don't necessarily that is don't unbelievable lower their heart disease risk. This is another example. It's, it's yet another one. It sure Yet is. another one. Uh, it's just that people who reduce their intake of fat usually end up eating more sugar, white flour, empty calories, according to Russell D'Souza, an assistant professor. Um, he, his review, which examined 73 earlier studies, was published in the British Medical Journal. Reducing saturated fat does reduce the risk of heart attacks if people replace their milkshakes and cheeseburgers with healthier foods like whole grains, fruits, and vegetables, or with polyunsaturated fats, supposedly. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, that, like, I, I, don't I find those studies to be kind of BS studies. Right. I mean, they do this a lot uh, with, um, like, I've seen studies like this with diet soda, which, of course, is one of my big passions. Um, and, like, the, what they'll do is, like, okay, if people who, the headline will be people who drink diet soda are, uh, will eat more or something. And then you look at the study, and first of all, many times it doesn't say that at all. I mean, we found many examples of that. But also, mm-hmm. what they'll do is say, well, people who tend to drink diet soda then think in their minds, well, I'm being so healthy by drinking diet soda, I can eat lots more more. dessert. Well, that's not diet soda's fault. It's the fault of the idiot who's Mm -hmm. eating dessert more. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, you know, it's like they kind of try to do that, and it's like Mm -hmm. that's your behavior, and and like that has nothing to do with the product. The product may or may not, you know, the product has zero calories, so it's probably not going to make you fat. But if you decide because you're drinking something with zero calories, you can have nine hamburgers for every meal, well, then that's not diet soda's fault. Coca-Cola study, is that you? I mean, that's the new Coca-Cola study pretty much, right? What they they were talking about, exercise? They're saying if you exercise more, you could still have Coca-Cola. Right. Which, by the way, is also true. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, well, Coca-Cola funded a study which said if you exercise more, you'll lose weight. Do you believe these bastards? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. If you exercise more, you will lose weight. Uh, it's also now if you eat nine Thanksgivings a day, you might not lose weight. But it's true right. if you eat the same amount and exercise more, you're going to lose weight. Shocking discovery here. <laughs> but Coca-Cola funded the study, so let's you know, burn them at the stake. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I just, uh, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. It's like it's you know, the media just covers <laughs> these things so poorly. I got we did a monologue a while ago about one of these studies, and it was on diet soda, where it was like they said if you eat more calories. If you have d- diet soda, you consume more calories. So I decided to take a step and actually purchase the study. Mm-hmm. And look at it. Just see what does it actually say. Nowhere in the entire study does it say that. Not one time, not with any subgroup wow. of the main group. Really? In fact, the study specifically says the opposite. 
it actually says the exact opposite, that people who have diet soda drank, uh, uh, consumed less calories than every other group in the study, including those that drank um, uh, orange juice and milk, along with regular cap- uh, sugar Holy soda. But like, and we had dozens of examples of people reporting it. If you have diet soda, you're going to consume more calories. It's like, <laughs> it's a blatant lie. It is not in the study at all. And, you know, like, this is what they do. Perhaps it's, you purchased the wrong study. How many people you, in the world, by the way, have purchased a study <laughs> on diet soda? Well, that's and the look, whole problem, I, right? I admit, that's the deal. That's why they get to lie about it, though. That's is, why, right? Look, I admit this what? makes me a loser. But shouldn't yes. the answer to that be anyone who wrote a story about it? Yes. yes. How yes. can there be one person who wrote a story <laughs> right. about it that didn't purchase the study? They what? all just wrote, you know, reports right. on other people's reports, and those were all wrong. What I think that's you, embarrassing media action right there. How much did the purchase of a diet they're, soda They're cheap. Cost? They're like $10. <laughs> I bought many of this them. This is coming from the man. How much did you spend on trivia crack? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jeffy. Thank you, Jeffy. Wow. Well, <laughs> he called you out. Well, after everything I do for you, <laughs> that's so, how I'm treated. I'm sorry. You're so nice and supportive. I did. <laughs> after all I, I apologize. Done. I, wow. I will apologize, wow. but I got to say that that's the problem with the study wow. reporters. They don't read the damn yeah, study. And everybody believes that that's what the study says. Mm-hmm. And I'm it doesn't. It says anymore. the opposite. We have quote after quote from the study that says the. I, I got to post this on Facebook. Maybe we can even air it on, mm-hmm. on Patents Do tomorrow. It's just, mm-hmm. it's infuriating. And it's like, if you. If you don't know what's in the study, just don't write a story about it. Just, yeah, right. If you don't want to bother spending the five ninety nine to get the freaking study, then don't write a story about it. Period. See, that's what I did. I didn't bother buying the study, <laughs> and I didn't write a story on. See, it. that's See? exactly what I did. There you go. Triple eight seven two seven back more pets. That's professional out. journalism right there. Yeah. yeah. Back on your side now. Yeah. I don't want you back. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Apparently, there. You know, we were just talking about fatties and mm-hmm. fatso's not being allowed on planes. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, obviously, Jeffy, who's no. uh, overweight. Um, and so, <laughs> what can you do about it? You can you can cut down on saturated fats. Even that doesn't prevent necessarily heart disease. We're just finding out. Um, but now scientists have potentially discovered a fat-busting pill. This, this is what we're all waiting for, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really? Let me eat whatever I want. I don't want to exercise. It's hard. Yeah. I, is... I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to run. I don't want to do any of that. Stupid. Okay? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for losers. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Who's mm-hmm. with me? Mm-hmm. And so what I want to do is continue to really have bad eating habits, mm-hmm. but then I want to take a pill that washes all the fat out of me. Mm-hmm. Without causing me continually continual diarrhea. Right. Right? I just want it to be blocked. Somehow. Yeah. Magically just blocked. Just block the fat out, and it, it just doesn't get to where it would make me fatter. That's all, that's all I ask. It's not so much to ask. Just do it. Okay? This is 2015. <laughs> get it done. Just do it. Well, I mean, that's how, like, this is why I like <clears throat> artificial sweeteners so much. It's essentially what's happened. Now, you might not like them as much as other sweeteners. They do not. And that's fine. But... To They're me, I like them actually more. Made with rat poison. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> bottom line is they've supplied a way for you to have sweet foods yeah. with no calories. <clears throat> in. 
and you might not want to eat them and you don't have to eat them. But eventually mm -hmm. science does this for food. This is coming. You will get it eventually. I think it will happen. It will, because, I, you know, I, I honestly believe that capitalism, if nothing else, will do everything it can to make the things that we really want to do consequence-free. They've done, <laughs> they've done it with... This is a, Penn and Teller did a thing on this a long time ago, and it always stuck with me, which is like, they're going to take the things that people want to do most and find a way for people to do them as much as possible without <laughs> the negative side effects. That's what capitalism is going to do. Eventually, yes. it's going to happen. Yes. Well, and that's what they're trying to do with this pill. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, they're now able to shut down two pathways that are activated by cannabis and vitamin A, reducing the buildup of fat. So scientists will now be testing the drug's effectiveness in overweight animals to see if they can stop weight gain or reverse it and identify potential side effects. So they've, they've got some kind of pill now that they're going to start testing on animals. They think it blocks pathways to getting fatter. This is great stuff. I kept forgetting to take vitamin A was the problem. <laughs> yeah, because you did yeah, the, you had the cannabis down. You had that. You had that part. <clears throat> the active ingredient in marijuana, the THC, apparently makes people hungry, but it also plays a role in fat development. And so they wanted to see if blocking the uh, endocannabinoid system, the pathway that cannabis activates, could reduce the formation of fat cells. And they found that it does. So... Does it have side effects? You know, what, what will it do to you if you use this pill? I'm willing to test it out. I don't care. Just give it to me. Yeah, honestly, even, if, even if I die after one dose, I'm going to give it a whirl. Right. I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to try it out. Uh, because what's the point in living if you can't eat as much Taco Bell as you want? Right. You know, that's kind of... Have ice cream every single a. night. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to. If gotta, you want to. You got to have ice cream to. every night. You uh, have to. You got to have ice cream. You got to have fries. You got to have... Uh, like, for example, you go to a, a restaurant. Some people would say... Just order the meal, but they have an appetizer section on the menu for mm -hmm. a reason. They have mm -hmm. a dessert section on the menu for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and you're supposed to, it's my understanding, you're, you're almost required to order from all There's sections no, of no the menu. almost about it. Okay, good. Uh, that's, that's uh, a restaurant police break, you get arrested. Yeah. You can get arrested. Yes. And uh, thankfully, yeah. uh, I make sure I never break that. <laughs> you know, appetizers are always the best-looking part of that menu, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you there's, are, a, there's always a lot of good stuff in there, man. I want to order everything on the appetizer menu. I don't really... A lot of times I can be like, you know what, the food part of it? Eh. Give me, the, give me like six appetizers, and then I'm fine. And then dessert. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, a meal just to make them feel good. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> like sometimes I'll go, uh, you know, go out with a friend or something. We'll go, you know, watch some baseball or whatever sports bar, and I, I never really get to the menu part of it. It's just the appetizer page. And by the mm -hmm. time I order the amount of appetizers I want, you're not really hungry for anything else. That's for sure. It's That's so sure. good, except yeah. for maybe you know, I don't know, banana split. Well, you're gonna have a banana. Chocolate well, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's dessert. dessert. Got to get your that's fruit dessert. in. You got to yeah. get your fruit in. It's you very get the important. entree, go appetizer and dessert. You're, yeah, you're pretty well set. Oh yeah. Uh, and then you take the fat-burning pill, and then you don't have to worry about any of it. Yeah. Is, I mean, this would be great. They're saying five to ten years, though. Five to ten years five away. To ten? No Come way. On. Before then. And Come on. If it works perfectly, that, you know, and of course that's not going to happen. There's going to be hang-ups and everything. But, I mean, if you could stop fat development. Can you imagine how big this pill would be? Uh, well, I'm going to start adding vitamin A today and see what happens. All right, to the cannabis Wait, routine that you're on. Mm -hmm. Are you just... Yeah, I mean, that's... To the pill, yeah, mm. right. I don't think that's the way it works per se, but give it a whirl. Sure, yeah, yeah you could try. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, THC makes people hungry, is what I've heard. Uh, Jeff, if you care to comment, yes.
727 back. Pat and Stu. Uh, John Reese Davis is uh, an actor from uh, Lord of the Rings. He was uh, he was in the TV show Sliders, which nobody knows except me and my wife. We I loved Sliders. What was that? Early nineties, maybe. And that was late eighties, early nineties. About the tiny hamburgers, or was it just no. about a lot of things happened in a place that served them? What was no? The- it, it was about uh, sliding into alternative alternative universes. Where the hamburgers so, were larger. Or, yes. So in some cases, I'm sure they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were trying to find their way back home. Trying to find their way back home. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. a, it was just a sci-fi series, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, was it on Fox? No, I don't remember. I don't remember, but I do remember hearing about it. But, but he was also, I mean, Indiana Jones. I mean, Oh, that's right. That's the one I remember him from. That's right. He said Indy a bunch of times, and Indiana Jones. That's right. And, and uh, he looks this, it, weirdly the same yeah, through does. all his career, and it spans like 40 years. Yeah. And he looks exactly the same. It's kind of weird. Uh, but I guess most recently he's really known for Lord of the Rings where he plays uh, Gimli, the, uh, the dwarf, in, uh, in that. Anyway, uh, earlier this week on Adam Carolla's podcast, he was talking about uh, inaction on ISIS and political correctness. There is, the, there is an extraordinary silence in the West. Um, basically, Christianity in the Middle East and in Africa is, is being wiped out. Um, I mean, not, not just ideologically, but physically. Um, people are being enslaved and killed because they are Christians. And, and your country and my country are doing nothing about it. Fascism yes. in Europe was destroyed. Japanese imperialism in the Far East was wholly destroyed. You know, the, the, they were the greatest generation. They knew what they were fighting mm. for, well, they were, and they right. won. Yeah, because they didn't have Bill Maher screaming at them every time right. <laughs> they, tried, they tried to implement a plan. You know, they didn't have nothing post-scream at them every time they tried to get together, you know, a couple of troops to go stomp on Hitler over there. But this, this is a unique age in the sense that uh, you're right, you know, that we don't want to be judgmental. You know, mm. uh, every other age that's come before us has, has believed exactly the opposite. I mean, T.S. Eliot can re- refer to the, the common pursuit of true judgment. You know, yes, that's what it's about, getting our, 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 our judgments right, getting them accurate. Yes. That's pretty unique from a Hollywood perspective. Mm. Of course, he's obviously not initially, originally from Hollywood. Um, but, you know, actors usually all go along with the uh, prevailing theory of, of peace at all cost and, and political correctness is great, and so it's nice to see somebody going against that for a change. For whatever reason, you weren't here that day, but he was on the Glenn Beck radio program uh, a few months ago and said the same thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was talking, I mean, he's big time. He believes yeah. huh. that wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. Where was I, I wonder? Uh, I'm not aware uh, of that. I don't know. You take a lot of days off, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I think you may have been out for a doctor's appointment or something that day. Uh, I don't and we had John Reese Davis on? Yeah. Yes. Oh, how about that? I mean, we are one of the biggest radio shows in America. I know, but usually it's, you know. <laughs> I mean, no knock on Adam Carolla, who's fantastic, but right. it's actually a larger audience than Adam Carolla's podcast. Yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. Very true. Uh, I mean, but again, yeah. I mean, you know. Wait, not, let's see Adam get David Barton. Yeah, no, he's yeah. not going to get David. He cannot get David Barton. <laughs> he can't. No. He okay. That would be an interesting interview, though. I would really like yeah, to hear would, David Barton and Adam Carolla in an interview. Can we make that happen? That would uh, be fantastic. So. That would be great. Would be I would love that. Um, another uh, have Hollywood guy supporting uh, Christianity. Uh, and he said on the air with us, too, that he's not a Christian himself. He, he actually seemed to be, I would say, agnostic. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. He just really, really? believes what's happening wow. is wrong. 
um, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Um, so you have a Hollywood guy who's kind of standing up for some things that conservatives would believe. That's obviously odd. And also you have in a country where 96% of African Americans supported Barack Obama, we have one of the top candidates in the GOP side who is African American, Ben Carson. Uh, he was speaking out about Planned Parenthood and what's going on there, which is a, you know, a Travis Sham mockery, as, we, as we've described uh, many times. Uh, but here is his latest uh, comments on the matter. Maybe I'm not objective when it comes to Planned Parenthood, but, you know, I know who Margaret Sanger is. And uh, I know that she believed in eugenics and that she was uh, not particularly enamored with black people. Mm. And, and one of the That's reasons that you find most of their uh, clinics in black neighborhoods is uh, so that you can find a way to control that population. And I, th mm. I think people should go back and read about Margaret Sanger, who founded this place, a woman who Hillary Clinton, by the way, says that she admires. Look and see what uh, many people in Nazi Germany thought about her. Mm. That she was for targeting a certain races. Purpose, right? A great yeah. person, yes. Wow. I mean, thank you, Ben, for, for saying it on a national forum. I mean... The only other people I've ever heard talk about Margaret Sanger in that light are, uh, well, us. Um, so it's, it's great to hear a presidential candidate know, first of all, about Margaret Sanger and who she was, and then go ahead and say it on a national forum like that. That's awesome. And he's, he's been pretty strong on this Planned yeah. Parenthood thing. He's a, he's a real strong pro-life guy. And, and he has all the credibility in the world considering he does. His, his profession. I mean, he's, sitting yeah. there, he's operating on babies hmm. in the womb. He wasn't operating on tissue in the womb. Hmm. He was operating on children in the womb. Well, here's the thing. It wouldn't make a lot of sense to operate on tissue in a womb. No. Because it's, well, You wouldn't try to tissue. heal the tissue. So, no. no mm -hmm. It's life, and I think I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah, if it's going to grow into a Buick, you just wait till the Buick comes out, and then you work on it then, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, or you get the, get the Buick out of you, because, you know, let... I'm going to let uh, Detroit handle the Buick. Mm -hmm. I, it doesn't need to come out of my body. No, no. That's but not, the I time just, you operate on it is when it's going to be a human life. It just plainly does not seem like it would be comfortable. Uh, it for, really for doesn't, does it? To drive out. No. No. I, that would hurt. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I wouldn't, that's safe for the woman. No, I wouldn't Look, think I'm, I'm it's not that safe for the Buick. And I don't mean to, be, to launch a new war on women, but I, I'd feel like that probably isn't comfortable. And think of this: how heavy is it? What, what does a Buick weigh? Probably <laughs> half <laughs> of Jeffy. There's no way you that know. probably at least half. At least half of Jeffy. <laughs> and so, can the doctor hold the Buick when it comes out? I, I don't think you just got to let it go on the floor. I think you got to go straight to the floor. You got an accident right from birth. I mean, it's not good. It's not right. It's not good. And so I'm okay aborting Buicks. Yes, I am, but not people. No, oh God, no, not people. No, no you wouldn't do that. Who would, who would yeah. advocate for that? <laughs> well, many. Oh, uh, and the thing is, uh, he's he's right about Planned Parenthood's uh, distaste for black people, and look how effective they've been aborting 14 million black babies. 14 million. We'd have 14 million more black people in you, this country. You can say uh, conservatives are racist all you want, mm. but what I can tell you is that if conservatives got their way, there'd be 14 million more black more. people in the country. Right. That's what we want. We want 14 mm. million more. They want 14 million less. You can talk about racism all you want. You can say uh, that evil conservatives are the one following black teenagers around, uh, around stores because they think they might steal something. You can say that white police officers are the ones pulling over African-Americans just because they're black. But the bottom line is mm -hmm. every conservative, even though none of that's you know, true, even if you believe all that, the bottom line is our policies lead to 14 million more black people in the country. Their policies lead to 14 million less black people in the country, period. 
Who's racist? Wonder why nobody's made that point. Uh, Except MSNBC or you know uh, Fox News or any of those. I've never seen that. Yeah, what's the popular? I just ask him. Next time someone brings up, uh, you know, how racist you are uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to these situations, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, who? But let's put my policies into effect in yours. Where are there more black people? Which one? Right. Where, where do you see the right. larger population? It's our ideas. Well, you're talking about a woman's right to choose. Yeah, I'm talking about no, wanting talking black about... people alive is yeah. what I want. I want yeah. black people alive. So you don't want black women to be, uh, be able to choose? Wow. I want, you really do. I want them to be alive so they can racist. choose. Yes, I, I do want them to choose. Jeez. They can choose whatever they want, <laughs> except killing other black people. That's something I don't allow black people to choose, nor do I allow white people to choose Nor that. does society in general seem to allow one person to kill another. So I don't know why we're so cavalier about this. Mm. Um, uh, also, though, here, here's the real issue. The real issue to fixing every ill in our society is to finally get rid of every vestige of the Confederate flag. Yep. Am I right? Mm-hmm. If the Confederate flag were totally and completely expunged from our society, well, then we wouldn't have any problems. The debt goes away. Uh, obviously, racism goes away. Uh, people are happy and holding hands and in love. And no more, uh, no more divorce. Uh, there would be no more sickness. It would just be beautiful. It would be a nirvana mm. if we could just get rid of the Confederate flag. Uh, that's what I always think. And Gosh, um, man, the South Garland High School, yeah, is in Garland, Texas, right here in the Metroplex, mm-hmm. they have a, a a mascot and a fight song that has long been tied oh, to no, the imagery. Oh no, 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 of the civil no, war. no, no, it hasn't, Stu. No, Look at there. That. Oh, my oh gosh. no. Oh no. Get that off the screen. Oh no. Oh, Look I'm at gonna that. vomit. What? I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit. Mm. All right. Now they've already designed or redesigned the school's mascot so it no longer wore Confederate gray. Oh, thank you. Replaced a small because gray always means always Confederacy. Always, always Confederate flag. <laughs> is that possible? One of the reasons why they lost too, by the way, uh, gray. just drab. Just drab. You know, yeah. it's a drab yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, really, they should have thought they had a little bit more inventive on that one. You know, nice, that nice blue that we had. I mean, the red coats lost, <clears> but they had beautiful uniforms. They did. They really did. What about a rainbow of colors? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That would have been, they probably would have won. Because mm-hmm. you can't fight against them then. Mm-hmm. They're the rainbow of colors. By the way, uh, should, have we thought about potentially renaming you for your Confederate links? Yeah, because gray, gray is drab. Your gray is the color of the Confederacy. Oh, and and here a... you are on television calling mm-hmm. yourself Pat Gray. Wow. What about Pat Rainbow? Can we put? Can we get the bottom third, lower third there? That's just when, I, when we identify, we'll just identify him as Pat Rainbow from now on. <laughs> I think that's the safe way to go. Or not, you know? No, I think still be Pat. Another way to go. Still be Pat Gray. You're just going to identify as Pat Rainbow. Pat Rainbow. Right. You can't. You should never say the word Gray on the air ever okay. again. Or not. Um, you know, there's another way to go. Right, but let's have the graphic please be rainbow colored <laughs> underneath. <and> just Pat <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> I like that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it looks like uh, the uh, they're going to try to change this so that you don't get offended by the Confederacy at this high school. The flag had been a part of the uh, school's mm. crest, and the tune of Dixie was the fight song. Dixie. Uh-huh. But in the wake of the Charleston shooting, of course, the home of the uh, Southern Colonels, uh, you got to change the name of the team too, I guess, oh don't you? And the, the Southern, Southern Colonels. Southern. You can't call them Southern Colonels. I don't like the. I don't like Southern. If you're going to do Colonels, it should be Popcorn Colonels. Then I'd be okay with it, but not Southern Colonels. Right. Then you're just talking about Colonels of Popcorn. Mm-hmm. You'd okay. have to change the spelling. All right. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. Uh, that's why I ever, you know, and oh it's a, it's a, it's a overused uh, joke, but it, it would be really funny, and I would love to see Daniel Snyder do it and just keep it Redskins and just change it to the Red Potatoes. That would be really satisfying. That would be. Like These guys like walking around with red potato uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> potato is on the helmet. Yeah, screw it. If they, if they ever make them change oh, it, man. that's what I would do. So what they've done right now is to uh, the square in the crest. Can we show the crest again of the school that we just had a few minutes yeah. ago? Yeah, there it is. They just made it red? So they made it red, yeah. They, used to they just what? painted over it in red. Unbelievable. That's and this is again in okay. Texas. This and, is not right, like right. in at Berkeley or in Rhode Island or in you know Bernie Sanders' uh, hometown. This is in Texas. This is happening, and and they can't play the fight song of Dixie anymore. So, uh, you, know, mean, how many, we, you know, look, we criticize these things because we don't like political correctness. But how many lives is this going to save? Oh. 18 million. 18 million lives. And that's just the only estimate that mm-hmm. I have, and I haven't looked into it all, but I'm going to use it as fact. Or it may be that it saves no lives. Zero. Oh, None. Well, that's ridiculous, obviously. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's funny. ridiculous. Uh, Pat's being, Pat, Pat Rainbow's being funny <laughs> over here. Uh, of course, Mr. Rainbow, you know uh, that it would save millions and millions of lives. <laughs> or maybe trillions. It maybe might even trilli- save trillions of mm-hmm. lives. So mm-hmm. let's and, get this done. Let's get it done. Yep. Yeah. And by the uh, way, you can search Pat and Stu Show on Instagram or Pat Rainbow on Instagram uh, to get all the pictures of Pat. Right. Pat? No. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my fault you named yourself after the Confederacy. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It had nothing to do with the Confederacy. Your parents or whatever. You can keep saying that. I didn't. I didn't. But we know the truth. Yeah, the truth is uh, no. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. This is so silly. Are we ever going to get over this Confederacy thing? I guess not until we've erased not. every vestige of what actually happened in this country. And, and until, the, until that happens, nobody's going to be happy. There's rebels all over the country, from University of Mississippi to uh, high schools all over the place. Just Garland, Texas, changing this is not going to mean anything. No. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's expanding. And there was a column written uh, a couple of days ago that the uh, prisoners, uh, prisoner of war mission, missing an action flag that a lot of veterans Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah. racist, though. Yeah, I, I, how? I, I, I was you, too pissed off to look into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I saw the headline, and I'm like, I'm not even going to Not, a, not another one. Yeah, you I just feel like it. not another one. I can't do it. So do you know how that's racist? Uh, Jeffy? I do not. Mm. No, I actually, None of us have. It was one go. of those I was just like, I, don't I, know, I, I didn't do it. So that's, a, that's so funny because we all did this. I looked at it and I went, not uh-huh. again. Well, uh-huh. it was, not again. It's I a liberal it. clickbait, right? I mean, yes. it's just this like really ridiculous point to try to get you to click on their article. And I was like, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. Me too. I just think, you know what? Forget <laughs> Me it. Me so. too. But now that you brought up the story, now I know, now we have know to. it. So, yeah. All right. That's why I was kind of hoping to just like breeze into break, like bring up the headline and just breeze into commercial. We didn't let you do that. We didn't let you get away with that. So this flag, it's racist. Uh, Prisoner of war missing an action flag. Back in a second. Nice. Nice. I wish we could get into more detail, but we got a break. Why is it? Does anybody know? Well, we know. Of course we know, but we just picked commercials on. We've already started preparing for this commercial thing. Darn it. And we're out of time. Triple eight seven two seven back is Pat and Stu. Yeah, in this economy where uh, jobs are scarce, 
you want to you want to prevent you want to prevent uh, really bad mistakes when you go and apply for a job and mm. maybe have an interview. You want to be at your best. Yeah. And uh, we've got some safety tips on on maybe some things to avoid because yeah. Reader's Digest has uh, compiled some of the dumbest uh, job applicants. Yeah. And uh, said. before we start, Jeffy, you should just make sure you're uh, paying close attention to this one. Right. Right. Just, uh, about, about job applicants? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, when you go to maybe apply for a new job, you want to make sure you don't make certain mistakes. Just yeah. uh, kind of want to keep you aware on this one uh, specifically. Uh, most well, importantly, for you. Yeah, so. just for you. I think you should just know these things. You have them in the back of your head, you know what I mean, just in case, you know. You so know. that by tomorrow you're pretty well versed because <laughs> Friday is a day where a lot or of maybe, people need that. Yeah, maybe even earlier. You know, maybe, maybe, even even earlier. Ear, maybe even earlier. Yeah. You know, just you <clears> probably make sure. Okay. Uh, one guy came in and said, uh, I swear this is true. Someone threw his beer can in the outside trash can before coming into the reception area, took, his, uh, took the edge off the interview with a drink. What do you think about that, Pat? Would you? It's probably not a good idea. I try to drink a lot at work. Um, do I you? think it's a positive development. Yeah. Um, and I no question. enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, a guy once talked during the interview about how to fare costume his previous job. Uh, that's according to uh, uh, Reader's Digest, which is probably not a good idea. When you come in and you sit down with the guy you're interviewing with and you say, yeah, um, my last job, I lost it. By having an affair with uh, my <laughs> boss's secretary, and uh, ah, he got pissed. And sucked. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was, but really did a good job for the guy too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I slept with his <laughs> wife. I don't know. It's probably not a good idea. Had nothing to do with my uh, spreadsheets. Uh, they were fine. <laughs> oh, right. So uh, how about uh, when you read the directions wrong? Uh, another quote from uh, someone who's uh, given an interview to a horrible applicant. We asked prospective job applicants uh, at our business to fill out a questionnaire. For the line, choose one word to summarize your strongest professional attribute, one woman wrote, I'm very good at following instructions. <laughs> one word. <laughs> By the way, uh, Republican GO uh, the GOP candidates could learn from this because they had a one-word answer question and none of them answered with one word. It's all like, ah, what, what, what one word will keep you... Uh, or one, it was like one or two words that will, you know, that show why you should be president. It's like I'm very good at handling uh, Middle Eastern situations and taxes low. Planned Parenthood, no. <laughs> it's like no, it was supposed to be. Now, of course, I will say also that was dumb. I don't like the don't restrict the answers to one word, one word, or multiple choice, or mm -hmm. raise your hand. I don't like that generally because it's like, well, you know, these are people. They need to be able to explain themselves a little bit. Um, yeah. But that's a whole other story. Another problem for a job applicant you might want to keep in mind, uh, Jeffy, tomorrow, uh, is don't misunderstand the work. An individual applied for a customer service job, and when asked what he might not like about the job, he said, dealing with people. Yeah. <laughs> dealing with people. That's a problem. That's what you do in this job. <laughs> So. Another one, big one, and this isn't like uh, sexy, but it's it's one of those things. If, if you're going to j go to a job, you need to be able to research the job you're going for. And this person points out, uh, it's amazing when people come for an interview and say, can you tell me about your business? There's the Internet. Look it up. You should be able to get a general sense of what the place is before you walk in there. Yeah. Because guaranteed, if they're taking your application seriously, it's for at least a medium to high level job, they're looking at you. They're going on your Facebook. They're looking at your Twitter. They're looking to see if you've tweeted uh, how much you love Osama bin Laden in the last few weeks. Yeah. They're going to kind of make sure that you hit, you know, you're not posting constant pictures of yourself with Jeffy naked at some bar, you know, pouring champagne on yourself. 
there's going to be some sort of line that usually is. I mean, they're not going to look at your social media accounts. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jeff. yes and by they, the way, we look at are. yours. You should know that. Just so you know, we know you have multiple Twitter accounts. Just so. And it's kind of interesting because that's, that's a really good but point. We're not going to look at all of them. <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're going to look at all. looked at all of them. Instagram. You, should, you need to stop what you're everything. doing on that third one. You mm-hmm. need to stop it because it's not even legal. It's, not, it's nothing to do with a Twitter violation. It's not legal. In some countries it is. You don't even know where it's going. <laughs> it's probably probably in Thailand it probably is. Mm. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't think our young people even consider that, that they're looking at your, they're looking they at your accounts. They're they looking care. at your Facebook. They're checking out your Twitter account. They're doing all that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's costing a lot of people jobs right now. Uh, something else you might want to consider is you don't need to list some experiences that aren't relevant. Like uh, this uh, job interviewer says, I had somebody list their prison time as a job. <laughs> not, not terribly I mean, smart. That's job training. Yeah. And an exotic dancer who called herself a customer service representative. Okay. Fact. Uh, you are servicing customers. Fact. Right. You are doing right. that. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, how about ordering lunch? An applicant delivered prepaid Chinese food, including a fortune cookie with his name and phone. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of cute, though, actually. Yeah, I'd, I be, like I'd be into that. Yeah. Um, spammed a pr- prospective employer. An applicant put up posters of himself in the company parking lot. <laughs> See, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just an like, initiative. Yes. Yeah, you're trying to, I, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the, uh, I like the stunt job the self-promotion you do. Stuff. Yeah, we, yeah i like that there's one we actually did a long time ago trying to get a radio job um and glenn and this is something he probably did because everything glenn did with me he had done with pat like nine other times mm-hmm. uh but he sent a resume to somebody a big executive and in the resume he put a hundred dollar bill in it yeah um and mm-hmm. and it was something like basically like i mean obviously it gets your attention if someone sends mm-hmm. you a hundred dollar bill really for any purpose mm-hmm. um but uh you know tra- hey basically like hey l- actually listen to this tape this time Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he did listen to the tape and did send back the hundred dollars. And I think I actually, I'm trying to remember, I, I, we, I think we did actually get the job. I can't remember what it, I can't remember uh, if it was later on though. It may have been a year later or something. But it, the job did Still, it, no, really? eventually turn into the made show. Made the point that you of the guy remembering though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, he knew Glenn anyway. I can't remember the, I can't remember one hundred percent of the details. But I remember doing it. And I remember getting it, get the hundred dollar bill back and being like. It almost felt like embarrassing because it's like, look, dude, you know, you've been in you've been in radio for 20 years. I know who you are. You don't mm-hmm. need to send me a hundred dollars to listen to your tape. It was one of those types of things, but uh, you know, it, yeah. it worked. Sometimes I guess, that so. stuff works. Yeah. Uh, some guy who cared about his appearance a little too much. A guy who forgot forgot uh, dark socks to wear with his suit. Uh, colored in his ankles <laughs> with a black felt tip marker. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. That's, I don't that's, have a big problem with that either. Uh, that's kind of creative. Uh, care too much about hygiene? I once had a person clip her fingernails while we were speaking. Ooh, okay, that's, that's, that's gross. Yeah. Can't do that. That's just nasty. Um, how about uh, a candidate spe- specified his availability was limited because Friday, Saturday, and Sunday was drinking time. <laughs> well, you want to make that clear <laughs> up front. Well, yeah, you want to get that out of the right? way. Well, he's being, yeah. I, I feel like he's Look, being... Look, I can't, I can't work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because I'm, I'm drinking those days. Yeah. And uh, you can't cut into that time. No, obviously, obviously not. Obviously. You I mean, that'd be that a good clear. employee Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's it. Right. Uh, that seems fair. for you. Seems fair. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a candidate who told the interviewer he was fired from his last job for beating up his boss. Uh, <laughs> that's probably not that smart. You might want to mm-hmm. keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope right. he doesn't call the old the, the old boss. Right. And a candidate uh, complained that she was hot, and then said, "Excuse me," and removed her socks, then placed them on the desk. Oh, jeez. 
Jeffy, when did, why did you do that exactly? You get a little warm in the office, you got to take a cool down. There's mm -hmm. extremities need to be... Why don't you stop right Make there? It. Why don't you stop right there? <laughs> what, you know what? Let's you just... asked the question. No, I know, and, and I also asked for you to stop. <laughs> right there. So let's hope that actually happens. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we ch uh, check on this, uh, this new technology that turns poop into uh, water? Uh, if we must. <laughs> we? If we must. Dare we look into okay, it? Okay, let's see it. Um, introducing the Omni Processor, it's a low-cost waste treatment plant that combines steam power plant, incinerator, and water filtration to turn, uh, apparently, turns poop into water. Here's a, here's a look. Dhaka is, is a unique city in Senegal. You can have Africa summarize it in Dhaka. It's a bad situation. In Dakar, 1.2 million people are not connected to a sewer line. Dude. They have their own facility. And when okay. these uh, pits are full, oh my people gosh. can call for a mechanical emptying, but can call also for a manual emptying. Manual emptying is very dangerous. They dig a hole near the household, and they transfer the sludge to this uh. hole. And the manual emptier is directly in contact with the sludge. Mm. When people practice manual emptying, you have some pathogen who can spread out in the environment. Yeah, this is a that. possibility of contamination, contamination. of population. Yes. Yeah, no it's a possibility. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Um, this is why I don't live in Africa. <laughs> oh, really? Is that why you sold the condo mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in Senegal? It's exactly the reason I don't live there. Pat right used there. to have a vacation place in Dakar. I did, and uh, then I realized that... They're in contact with raw sewage. Yeah. Uh, did you do manual have, empty or did you do a? Did you call somebody in for it? I called somebody. Oh wow! In, uh, yeah. Well, I guess well, rich guy, one percent, yeah, and then I left. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> wow! I will we say we forget how blessed we are. Uh, you know, and we're worried about as a nation sometimes. A Confederate flag, right? Yeah. We're right. Oh, that poor lion. These guys oh. have raw sewage, the, the waste of 1.2 million people. Mm -hmm. Right there. Yeah. Uh, right there. And, and can we take I'm a so quick gross, moment man. to think about next time you hear <sighs> some idiot talk about not using fossil fuels because uh, they you. might hurt the environment in Africa. Think and that's about why we won't, yeah, we won't allow them to, to come into the 21st century with yeah. us. We, we've seen, I mean, environmentalists say CO2 all the time, emissions. we can't let these third world Jeez, countries man. become first world countries because of the, of the wow. environmental cost. Look at the, you're not talking about environmental cost. Think of the money that we spend, just like the, the hundreds of billions of dollars um, that go into, um, you know, preparing for, you know, some climate, theoretical climate disaster. Mm -hmm. um, you know, worldwide, they're talking about trillions of dollars of GDP. If you took a fraction of that and applied it to just basic things like water filtration systems and basic things like, um, uh, you know, uh, having just basic plumbing, yeah. you would do much more good. Um, the person oh, who... save so many lives. And the, to me, the world authority on this is Bjorn Lundborg, who, is, uh, who does a, an, an incredible project called uh, the Copen, Copenhagen Consensus. And what they do is they go to Nobel laureate economists and say, look, let's not say, let's take all the science that we know and not doubt it, not, not be skeptical on it. Mm -hmm. Just say, how can we best apply a dollar? What would do the most good for the most people? Mm -hmm. And what you find, things that constantly perform well are things like, 
nets to stop mosquitoes so that people don't die of malaria, clean water, mm-hmm. basic things like that, that people could, you can so cheaply affect yeah. so many people. And the other side is, well, we could spend a trillion dollars to shave off a half a degree of global warming. So stupid. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's so, so ridiculous. And that always comes down towards the bottom of the list. Yeah. Yep. And, okay, so here's something they're doing about this uh, sewage problem in Africa. Right now, we cannot remove the pathogen. This is why the omniprocessor is very important. Mm. Thanks to this machine, we treat one-third of the sludge in Dakar and make pathogen-free. We produce several byproducts, electricity, drinking water, and ash. Wow. Wow. With this byproduct, we can make business from sanitation. The Buddha brands more doing it excessively interesting. Because it's a match and premier from today to Thailand. So, you can say, I'm to car. If you're an entrepreneur, you will inviting people to invest in sanitation. When I see this machine, my dream is to change the face of sanitation. That's fantastic. That in all Senegal, cool. in all Africa. Drinking water is life, but sanitation is dignity. Mm. I, I don't want to drink the water from poop. No, I, I don't. I, I don't care if you're able to do that. I really don't want to. Shockingly, though, if and we you don't need to do that here, and again, that's another big blessing in America. We are still kind of. We're drinking yeah, they water from go poop. through the filtration systems. The end game here, though, is however, if you were about to die of dehydration, guess what? You're going to drink the water. You're drinking the poop water. Yes. And it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be the best poop water you've ever had. And I guess this was uh, from a donation from the Gates Foundation. Uh, yeah, and like we, you know, we, you know, there's some things we the Gates Foundation does that we don't like. Uh, this uh, this right. would be one that's, that's, uh, that's great. one that's great. Uh, you know, uh, th- this that's is the awesome. sort of thing that you wish charities would get into more. Everyone's yeah. trying, like, you're trying to convert people from gas-powered cars to electric cars in the United States, or you can actually help people live right now today, right, uh, in countries right. like uh, Senegal. Uh, total no-brainer. Yeah, total no-brainer. More patents do coming up. Jeff, you choose to drink the blue water, which I thought was interesting. Blade 727 Beck is the number. By the way, happy birthday to Zach today. Uh, my son, four years old. Big day. Big freaking day. Okay? Mm. So I'm very excited about it. Four years old, Pat. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So it seems like yesterday it was just three. It was approximately one year ago. It was yesterday. Yesterday it was three. Today he's four. Well, that's, I guess yesterday. that's true technically, yes. It is technically true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I'll have to make sure Thank I you. Uh, use that on him later. Thank you. Yeah. Really right, right. You want to screw it? It'll with his blow head. his mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll blow his mind. Very excited though. Big day. We've got. Uh, we're going out to lunch today. Are you? Uh huh. That's going to be fun. And we've got. Uh, he's going uh, to the aquarium with his mom. Nice. Uh, having uh, you know family over, doing a little birthday thing tonight, and then the big party, Chuck E. Cheese, this Saturday. Boom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Winning. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about a real life. That's a, I mean, Chuck E. Cheese, when you're a kid, best mm -hmm. thing ever. Hey, it's not shoveling poop in Senegal, I'll tell you that. It's slightly better. It's, it's a, slightly it's a, better than that. It's slightly better. And if something yeah. mildly goes wrong with the Chuck E. Cheese party, like the pizza comes late yeah. or the, one of the games doesn't work, I'll try to remember the pictures we just saw from <laughs> I Senegal. I know. That'd be great if you yeah, could. If you could, yeah. But we usually forget like three minutes after the show. Oh, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why Sally Struthers uh, was there with her gallon right, of butter sauce right. on the whale. That's right. You know, that's, that's right. why. For less than the cost <laughs> of the delicious... Whale and butter sauce I just ate. You can feed a family of four. <laughs> That's why she's there to remind us. <laughs> so there you go. Well, happy birthday to Zach. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday, no Zach. doubt. Happy birthday, Zach. Old, That's happy great. Birthday. Hard to believe he's four already. That's it amazing. It sure is. Uh, I, by the way, I, has, I sent him in with a Toronto Blue Jays cake toppers for all for this whole class. Uh, as I try to indoctrinate him to mm -hmm. be a Blue Jays and Eagles fan. Um, we got the Blue Jays little uh, cupcake toppers we brought into the class, and, and when so the whole class was wearing them. And you know, there's <laughs> Texas Ranger fans that are fathers that are like, What the hell are you wearing a Blue Jays <laughs> ring for? Oh, you know, that's happening oh, yeah. today. Oh, my God. That was yeah. me. That was me. Uh -huh. uh, all right. Uh, 11 more hidden messages in company logos that you may not have noticed uh, from Mental Floss. Uh, first up, Goodwill. Hmm. I'm not familiar with this logo, frankly. I don't see Goodwill that often. But you see that the uh, smiley face is strategically placed halfway off the page to yeah, create the, uh, the shape of a G for Goodwill. So that's this. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, see I, that? I don't see it. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. yeah smiley okay. face. Yeah. Well, I did not. And a G. That's kind of cute. And I do know that logo. I never noticed that before. Yeah. Uh, how about Roxy? It's a female clothing line owned by Quicksilver. Takes its parent company's logo and doubles it to make a heart. So I guess uh, the oh, okay. half of that, I didn't know that. I didn't either. I didn't, I did not know that. Hershey Kisses, the brown space between the K and the I, create a sideways Hershey Kiss. Ah, huh? that's right. I never noticed huh? that. Okay, that's cool. Uh, right? Speaking, by the way, of the Philadelphia Eagles, I, they, I uh -huh. did not realize until very recently that they're one of the only NFL logos that faces left. Most of the, like, you know, if you have like a head or something, it faces mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. the reason it faces left is because the feathers of the bird form an E. I never saw it before. I've oh. looked at that oh, a million yeah. times, and oh, maybe we can pull it up before the end of the break. Boy, some big show. fan you are, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, but, you know, I don't pay attention it's to also because the owners are quite leftist, so maybe that's, yeah. that's another reason. <laughs> because, because yep. right? No, I don't think that's... <laughs> um, but, well, I mean, they are leftist. They are. But they're, okay, yeah. Yoga Australia. Um, uh -huh. Okay, Yoga Australia. Oh, this is a... You know, how many times have we seen the Yoga Australia logo? Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, so many geez. times. And that's why, yeah, of course, we all recognize the shape of Australia in the space between the leg and the arm, like the little yep. loop she's making with the leg and the arm there, is the actual outline of the map of Australia. Mm. Kind of nice. Now, see, I don't know if I would have noticed that because I've never seen that before, but I would imagine I would have because it's obviously Australia between her leg and arm. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> How about uh, Colner Zoo? The logo may so seem like an jokes. elephant, but you can see a star, rhino, and <laughs> giraffe in the white space. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Can you now? Mm -hmm. I can oh, definitely. yeah. That one's pretty obvious. That's not a hidden message. No, that's not hidden. That's not hidden. Uh, the Bronx Zoo, New York Zoo, gives a nod to their urban geography. Collection of skyscrapers can oh. be seen on the legs of the giraffe. So oh, cute. And that's another pretty obvious. You ever go to the Bronx Zoo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went uh, when I was a little kid. It was, yeah. it was fun. It was also where I became terrified of snakes. Really? Yeah, I walked into the snake, like, closet. Mm -hmm. I would describe it as like basically you walk into a room and you don't know what's coming and all of a sudden you're surrounded by giant snakes. It's kind of a mm -hmm. weird thing for a child to go through. Uh, and then to this day now, I, I'm terrified don't of like snakes. Don't like snakes. No, not a fan. Mm -hmm. Not a fan.
But I mean, I always think, you know what, you might think I'm a wuss uh, for not for being scared of snakes, but so was Indiana Jones. Eh, true. But there's so. many other reasons we think you're a wuss. Oh, really? In addition to <laughs> yeah. that. So. Well, we can go through them coming up. Yeah. Uh, how about Magic Coffee? I don't know Magic Coffee, but uh, they uh, doubles as a coffee cup and a magician's top hat. Ah, okay. I can All see right. that. I can see that. Yes, quite definitely. And then we come to Sunny Vale. Sony Vale. Sony, I'm Sony Vale. <laughs> Sony Sonny Vaio is uh, an actor. Sonny Vaio, yeah, he's a good uh, Brother of Scott Sonny Vaio uh, wanted a logo that combined analog and digital technology into one, just as their product does. Uh, they achieved this by blending the two together. The first half of the logo, the V and the A represent the analog wave, and the second half, I and O, represent binary, a computing language written in ones yeah. and zeros. I mean, there's nobody that's going to pick that up, right? Well, someone did. Well, that's why we're talking did. about it. Did. Somebody did. Mental floss did. Right. Okay. Uh, so good for them. How about Northwest Airlines? Airline played with the idea of navigation with the compass-like design. Yep. You've got the W with a strategic line in it, creating an uh, N and an arrow pointing northwest. Okay, yes, I guess. All right. Okay. Let's just face it, that's a crappy logo. Right yeah, it's, just, it's basically just um, Hope for African Children. This one is similar to the face candlestick illusion. Shape of Africa is created in the negative space of a child looking up at the woman. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, but it works. Uh, Spartan Golf Club. Uh, they really got down a little bit here on some of these logos. Yeah. They're like, we did a yeah. really good segment on this. People liked it. Let's do more. Okay, here's a local convenience <laughs> store. Now, Spartan Golf Club uh, incorporates both elements of their name. The golfer creates the face of the Spartan warrior as the swing becomes the top of the helmet. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I got that. You got All one right. more here. What's the, uh, what's the last? Oh, yeah, here. Philadelphia Eagles logo. You see they're looking and left, and you see the feathers coming off the back. You can see an E with the feathers. See? Uh, an E. Uh, <laughs> uh, the E is not so uh, tough to find, but, uh, but I see what you're saying. It can be an E. Yes. E. Right. That's stretching it. Yeah, it is. That is what I, supposedly why they did it. I don't know. I mean, okay. It's whatever. I mean, you know. I mean, is it a great one? No. Uh, is it a great team, though? No. So it is what <laughs> it is. Is it? It's it not. It's, it it's not great. It's the greatest. <laughs> no. The greatest of all time. The greatest, the greatest franchise of all time. That has never won a Super Bowl. Uh, or 1960 NFL championship. Okay. Yeah. Super Bowl. I'm talking about a Super Bowl. I, they, well, they did protest the Super Bowl for many years. Okay. Uh, they because they believed it? it should just remain to be the NFL championship game. They said the yeah. Super Bowl thing is a, is a dumb gimmick. That's, That's why, why they decided never to go back. We're never going <laughs> to. We're not going to win good, one for a long time. Good for them. Time. You know what? They good for them. Take a stand. Well, I mean, look, they went to all those NFC Championship games and only won one. Why? Yeah. Because Why? they were protesting uh, the, the Super Bowl. The coming of the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, they're like, you know what? We're going sh- to prove we're the best team, and then we're going to intentionally mm-hmm. lose to this less, uh, this inferior team in the championship mm-hmm. game for no reason, over and over and over and over again, just to prove a point. Okay. And I think they did, th- I think they did that. Good for them for taking a stand. Mm-hmm. By golly. All right. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, also, we've got uh, some sneaky subliminal messages that are hidden in uh, certain ads. Uh, like kind the, the same vibe here. The Food ne- Network's flash of controversy. During a 2007 episode of uh, Iron Chef America, the Food Channel became a delicious suspect in subliminal wrongdoing. Spliced into a Chef Showdown segment was a logo for McDonald's, which fla- flashed on the screen for a brief moment. After Internet investigators accused the company of uh, burrowing even further into impressionable brains, 
McDonald's denied the claims, telling USA Today, we don't do subliminal advertising. Food Network declared the screenshot was a technical error. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. Um, it's funny, one of all my favorite pieces of subliminal advertising that no one ever points out is the, uh, in the trailer of An Inconvenient Truth. As they're flashing through all these images, one of them is a nuclear explosion. Now, oh, yeah. I don't know exactly how a 0.7 degree temperature rise causes a nuclear explosion. Certainly, they're probably trying to make something about how it's going to create more war or whatever. But come on. Yeah. It's bad enough to blame a hurricane on it, yeah. uh, which we found many times uh, to, to be not true. Uh, and science has shown that it is not the case that you're going to get more frequent, stronger hurricanes. But that being said, a nuclear explosion is really not science. Right. Uh, that's not happening. Uh, well, how about this? How about it gets so hot with that 0.7 degree uh, increase mm -hmm. that the buttons on the nukes short out mm -hmm. and accidentally explode? explode. Oh, no. go okay. off. How about go. that? No. I made it work will, right that, there. That will never happen. I made it uh, work. How about Paul Mollif's sh shower buddies? Uh, print uh -huh. ad for Paul Mollif foaming shower gel might have been designed with uh, sort of a, you know, you get people flipping pages quickly, uh -huh. sort of in a frenetic matter. Uh, manner, excuse me. Uh, if you stop and take a moment to digest the ad, you'll notice the woman's forearm is considerably more masculine than the rest of her. Oh, I do oh, know that, that is sort of dude armish. Yeah, so somebody's behind her and they're holding her. Yeah, what's going on? Shower buddies. Because mm -hmm. you can't resist. Well, it, right here, who can resist the gentle touch? And he's gently touching her leg. Yeah, it actually kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, you've uh, had this one before, right? The KFC dollar snacker. You've had this before. I've had that before, I think, yeah. Um, they grabbed some attention in 08 for inserting a pretty clumsy-looking dollar bill into the lettuce <laughs> for its KFC snacker menu item. Uh, the company pulled a similar set in 2006 when they buried a code inside a commercial for Buffalo Snacker that could be redeemed for free food. The goal was to get viewers to stop speeding past commercials during VCR playback, playback, DVR playback. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, huh. Daffy's War Propaganda and Warner Brothers' series of Looney Tunes shorts was, had a, a little bit of pro-World War II uh, propaganda um, by the Bonds. Jeez, uh, they'd never do that today. No, God, it would be anti. Wow. Uh, if anything, they'd yeah, come up with an anti-way That's to interesting. Do it. More patents, too, coming up in a sec here. All right, fine. Is that inevitable, yeah. though? It, it is. have to happen? It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Triple eight seven two seven deck. This is kind of fun because a former cruise ship photographer uh, has shared some of his uh, really funny outtakes from his time on a on a cruise ship. Where you know, I mean, a cruise ship sounds like a really good time for family vacation, but sometimes it turns out not to be. Yeah. So here's some of the outtake pictures. Uh, this is this grandma here is uh, looking pretty cool. I actually kind of right. like. Uh, that's a good one. That is a good it's one. A pretty solid photo. I wonder if these were is that a grandma or a grandpa? Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. And then here we have uh, <laughs> a couple, uh, nice couple posing in front of a nice butt. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> who among us? Yeah. Well, Many. I don't think I have. Many uh, among posing us. in front of a nice butt. Now, if you don't have this outfit, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, that's a very nice pink suit. Now, hers, you, you feel like you could see. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in a buffet line mm -hmm. somewhere. You yeah. can see that shirt. That, that suit is not what I would have And how about the hair? The hair on him is uh, very, very yeah, nicely done. I've got to be one very. of the entertainers on the cruise ship. Okay. Yeah. And then we've got uh, uh, these pissed off people from Norway. <laughs> yeah, not happy about Norway for some reason. 
<laughs> All right, uh, this guy is uh, ready for the cruise. Mm -hmm. Very excited for the cruise in the 90s, too. It does not look like a 90s photo. Uh, she's terrified by something that she's just seen. She's also know. missing some teeth, apparently. Well, she, maybe a couple teeth. Yeah, but mm -hmm. you don't need all of them, right, Jeffy? No, you don't, right? No, you most definitely don't need all of them, and you want me to stop now. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. This guy's cold. Uh, he's really cold. Uh, <laughs> really it must cold. be one of those Norwegian groups. <laughs> Although he is using uh, the uh, designer Pat Rainbow, uh, who is also no, you. Looks like Stu Bergier at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Near somebody shaking hands with the... Uh, I don't know, the captain, captain or the purser or somebody, and she's not apparently happy about it. <laughs> no, not making a pleasant face. Mm. All right, what else we got? Uh, well, a wonderful guy to pink cummerbund and pink glasses, and there's a nice match. It's just showing there. a little flair. That's all that's yeah, that's going all. on there. Same uh, picture as we saw before. These people uh, not happy. I feel like I would hate a cruise. Honestly. Not a happy. No, cruise is right not. Oh man, it's not a. I've, I've actually heard they're pretty fun if you like food. I know, and, you I like, do. and drink is the other and thing. And drink, and you're not. That's yeah. not a Pat Gray activity. No. I, I just feel like, and I like food and drink, but you're I just, just don't feel like I do well. You're just stuck on that thing. Yeah. It's just, uh, and there's nowhere to go, right? If you, so, if you're having a miserable time, oh, you're screwed. You're screwed.